0: You're listening to episode 32 of the Sick Moms Guide. Welcome to the Sick Moms Guide podcast. If my mom can do it, you can too. Hi, I'm your host, Jen Hardy. I started this podcast to give moms with chronic illness a voice. And today, this voice is going to talk about cancer. Cancer is a topic that a lot of people don't want to talk about. They think it's uncomfortable, they think it's scary, it makes them sad, so they would much rather ignore it than talk about it. But here's the thing: according to the World Health Organization, 30 to 50% of cancers could be prevented. You heard that right. The World Health Organization is saying that 30 to 50% of cancers can be prevented by modifying or avoiding key risk factors. Now, that tells me something. First of all, I had no idea. Did you have any idea? Unless you're big on science news, probably not. And that's why I want to open up this conversation. Because we need to talk. We need to know what kind of symptoms should we be looking for? What kind of cancers can women get that are different than cancers that men can get? And how do we know when it's time to go to the doctor? Well, I've got a doctor coming on the show at the end of the month. Now this is September, 2018. So if you're listening in 2019, you can still email me with your questions and I might be able to get another specialist on. But if you're listening right when this podcast has come out, Please find me on social media. There's links to all my social media in the show notes, or you can email me, jen, J-E-N, at jenhardy.net. Not .com, it's .net. So send me an email, let me know, what questions do you have about cancer? Do you have questions about cancers that affect women? A lot of times we don't talk about the cancers that affect our body parts. Sure, there's a lot of talk about breast cancer, because let's face it, men like to talk about breasts. They're something that are socially acceptable in our society. But a lot of the other words that describe our other parts don't tend to be so socially acceptable. I'm going to read you a list of some of the different kinds of cancers that women can get. Uterine cancer, cervical cancer, Breast cancer, endometrial cancer, ovarian cancer, peritoneal cancer, vulvar cancer, fallopian tube cancer, and gestational trophoblastic disease. Honestly, until I did the research, I didn't even know that some of those existed. Did you? Because you know what? We just don't talk about those parts very often. That's another reason that I want to get this conversation going. Why can't we talk about it? 50% of the world's population is made up of women. About 50% of the population has all of these parts. So why can't we talk about them? Now, I understand that over the dinner table in polite conversation, it's not going to happen. But when we're talking to our friends, Why aren't we talking about how our bodies are functioning and how things are going? And if someone is going through some sort of health condition that has to do with female parts, they typically don't want to discuss it with their friends because it's embarrassing and they might feel dirty or gross. But I really believe that that is silly. I say that as someone who was raised in a home where we didn't talk about those things, not at all. In fact, when I was pregnant with my first child, my parents didn't say the word pregnant. And when my brother asked if I was pregnant, when I was eight months pregnant, my mom said, Well, we'll just have to see. And that's how little we talked about female issues in my home. So I come to you as somebody who has lived that way, and I understand where people are coming from. But since I've become an adult, and I've had seven children, given birth to six of those and gone through everything that that entailed. And I've married somebody who is much more open and accepting of who we are. And the fact that we are who we are made to be and it is all okay. I've learned that it is a much healthier to have open dialogue in open conversations about our bodies and how they function and how they're supposed to function and what's happening. It's so much healthier and it's absolutely necessary. For instance, if you don't know that an extended period or a very heavy period or a lot of bleeding in between your periods can be a sign of cancer, you might not call your doctor and make an appointment. You might be embarrassed to talk to them when, in fact, You absolutely need to get to the doctor as soon as possible, because while it might not be cancer, it's probably not something that you want to ignore. There's lots of different things that could be going on, and you need to get it checked out. It's good to be very aware of your body, know how your body works, know what the different parts do. It's surprising how many women don't know how their own body is supposed to function and what the functions of their different organs are. That is not a lesson for today, but it's something to definitely discover. And if you have girls, make sure you educate them. It's great for them to know how their bodies work, so that they're not surprised and shocked and so that they don't believe the lies that other people are talking about. They make up some crazy stuff. And your daughter might be afraid of things that you didn't even know. And getting back to children being afraid of things. That's why I originally thought of having this episode. Because I lived my whole life in fear of cancer. And the reason I did that is because Number one, my family didn't talk about issues that were important, especially about health. And number two, I was surrounded by some real ignorance on the subject. And I feel like I want to help you not be there. So a long story short, I've lost a lot of women in my family to cancer, starting when I was at a very young age. And unfortunately, instead of talking to me about what was happening As a child, I heard the discussions around me, the hushed whispers of adults talking, saying things like, all the women on both sides of her family are dying. For instance, my grandmother on my mom's side, grandmother on my dad's side, multiple aunts and uncles on both sides were passing away because of cancer. And What I got from that as a young child was that that was what was going to happen to me. I was going to die an early death from cancer. I don't say that to scare you. And if you're a child listening to this, please don't be afraid by that because that is not what was going to happen. And I encourage you to talk to your parents and have a conversation about cancer and what it means and how people can get help if they are diagnosed with it. But I wasn't diagnosed. But what happened was I lived in fear. I lived in constant fear from the time I was a young girl that I was going to get cancer and pass away. And so I did not set a lot of life goals for myself because I didn't think I was going to make it long enough to accomplish them. So I started college, but I didn't finish because I knew I wasn't going to make it long enough to make it worthwhile. And then when I did make it into full adulthood, I just kept thinking, oh, I won't make it to the next decade. So when I'm 21, I won't make it till 30. I won't make it till 40. I won't make it till 50. And it was only recently that I realized that is a ridiculous way to live. I had been fed complete ignorance when I thought that that was going to happen. And now I am setting long-term goals for myself, even though I now do have multiple health issues that have no cure. I still am setting long-term goals because I am determined to make it. So if you're living in fear that maybe one day you might get cancer, it's time to let those fears lie because positive outlook has a lot to do with your health. And if you're constantly stressed and constantly negative and constantly worried, you have a much higher likelihood of becoming sick, especially with some kind of chronic illness. But if you get rid of that stress and if you treat your body well and you treat your body and your mind like you are going to live for a very long and healthy time it's surprising how much better you do enjoy your life. So, yes, if we have family history, we do need to be careful. We need to get our screenings and we want to be one step ahead of the game when it comes to discovery if there's something to discover. But As long as you're doing that, put that on the back burner, right on the calendar for next year, go get my check. And then don't think about it anymore. Or, you know, now with your phone, you can put it yearly in your calendar, go get my check, go get my check. And that's it. Then you can relax because the last thing we need to be doing is worrying. I don't want you and your family and your kids to worry in ignorance like I did. It's time to start talking about what the symptoms are and what we, what the treatments are. There's so many treatments now. There's medical treatments, which are great. There are some great things out there and you need to work with your doctor and decide what you're going to do there. But there's also some complementary treatments that don't take the place of traditional treatments always. Occasionally they do, but that is your decision to make with your doctor. But a lot of them can go hand in hand with medical science and they give you a great chance at complete recovery and doing great. Things aren't like they were when I lost my grandma and my aunt, and my other grandma. Things are different. Things are better. And we need to be open with each other. If you know somebody with cancer, don't be afraid to talk to them. Don't be afraid to ask them questions. Because I guarantee you, most people are afraid to talk to them. They're uncomfortable. They don't know what to say. They're afraid they're going to say the wrong thing. But whoever that is, they are possibly are feeling very isolated because if everyone's afraid to talk to them, if everybody's uncomfortable, and if everybody's afraid to say the wrong thing and no one is talking to them, this is the exact wrong time for that to be happening. So reach out and it's okay to say, I don't know what to say, but I'm sorry you're going through this. What can I do to help? And then follow through, bring them a meal, offer to take care of their kids, do whatever. And then when you're down and they're feeling better, they can do it for you too. Because as moms, we really need to come together. As women, we tend to tear each other apart. And the time for that is over, really. We don't need to do that at all anymore. I was just watching the movie about Melissa McCarthy going back to college. And this one girl was like this total mean girl. And she goes, Melissa McCarthy says something like, Oh, you know, girls tearing each other down, we're still doing that. You know, that needs to end. And it does. I don't have any idea why we're still doing that. So lift each other up, do something for each other, ask the questions, find out what you need. And if you find out something interesting about your body or women's bodies and how they work and something that's a sign or a symptom that you never knew, share it with people so that they know. Don't be afraid to talk about all these things. Yes, Our bodies are something that we're not used to discussing. Our female parts are something that are not part of everyday conversation. And you may not want to throw that conversation down at the dinner table, you know, at a dinner party. But when you're talking to people, your kids and your friends and your family, let them know what you're discovering because it's important and maybe it's something that they need to hear. That's why I wanted to talk to you today. So it's just a short and sweet conversation. I want to know what you want to know. So you can find me on social media. You can send me an email. There's links in the show notes to get a hold of me. Let me know what your questions are so that they can all be answered. And keep searching for answers. Know your body. My advice to you is just know your body, know how it works. And when something is wrong or something is different, go to your doctor and say, hey, this is different. And if they don't do anything about it, you go to another doctor. Ask your friends hey, this is happening. Do you know somebody that I can go to? And you will find somebody that will pay attention. That's so important. In fact, if you listen back to last week's episode, episode number 31 was CJ Colas, she had uterine cancer. She had excessive bleeding with an IUD. You're not supposed to have any bleeding at all with an IUD. And it took several months for her to get diagnosed because... Her doctor wasn't paying attention to her symptoms, but CJ was, and she ended up getting help and she's getting treatment and she has got an amazing story and great advice. I highly recommend for you to listen to her episode, wherever you're listening to this one, or you can go to jenhardy.net slash episode 31, and you can listen to CJ's amazing story. Thank you again for being with me today. My music is A New Day by Scott Holmes. I look forward to talking to you next week.